episode seven of the Benchmark Podcast. Uh, we're going to get straight to it, man. So the biggest thing that's news right now is Jalen Green, the number two ranked high school player in the 2020 class, has decided to forego college overseas, anything like that. He's going straight to the G League to the select team, which is a designated uh, roster for elite high school players. They play about 20 games. Um, Green is going to get 500K for the year. And the G League also offers college scholarship also once he's done, if he ever wants to go back to college. Was this the right decision by him? (laughs) Yeah, it's the right decision. It's the right decision. He getting paid. You don't got to sit in college. Like, he he's going to get right into development. You know what I'm saying? That's perfect. I, I think it's perfect. It, but I think it's only – it's the right decision for him. Not everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people need the college, you know, the college atmosphere and that mm-hmm. to get them fully developed if they're looking to go that route. But I think this is for him. If you've seen his highlights, if you've seen him play – I think for the most part, he's NBA ready, you know, his body could get, you know, uh, his physique, his physique get better, like his build. But other than that, I think he's good. I mean, he's not NBA ready, but. Yo, here you. He's not I NBA knew ready. Some, I knew you had something to say when you were smiling. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. That was, tell that was me, a tell funny me why he's thing. not NBA ready. He's not NBA ready yet, but. This why, is the why, why is he not NBA ready? So you think he's going to come into the league and be able to guard. Like, I, I won't even compare him to, like, Harden and stuff, but can he guard DeMar DeRozan right off the bat? No. Not, that's what I'm saying, his body. Like, I haven't seen much – like, I've seen defense, but I haven't seen, like, lock up defense. You know what I'm saying? But his offensive game is – High school, high school ball. Now really play D, man. Word. He could drop 40 easily. Yeah. He's not going to be able to yeah. do that in the G League right off the bat. I mean, that's what this is, whole, this is all about, him – Getting an extra jump on the the process. I think, I think so if he gets the right, right system, he still be he probably be effective. Yeah, but free flowing offense. That's the thing. If if the G League's offering these type of contracts, like five hundred thousand to like top high school kids to come out, and you're you're getting NBA training Experience. right off the bat. So and you're. You're getting paid for it. You don't get paid if you go to college. It's fun and all to try to win a chip, but uh-huh. if you're not if you're not eating well, if you you don't have any money in your pockets that night, it's it's tough. So uh-huh. it's a good move. I think it's the right decision for him, but like Johan said, this can't be for everybody because some people need that college platform because some of these players aren't that known. You feel me? So uh-huh. if, if you got a chance to go to like a Duke or North Carolina a top school like that that's going to put you on the map, I'd say you still got to go to college. Granted, they should be paying them, but for some people, like Jalen Green, obviously, he he's straight. But for mm-hmm. the player that's number 25 on the rank list, you probably want to go to college. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. It, or if you think about it, too, somebody who, I mean, who this wouldn't have been uh, good for is like a John Morant, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't have that exposure like that, like in high school. You know what I'm saying? And he he started he started going crazy in college. That like that mid part of college, he was carrying his team. So, yeah, like, so that's something to compare it to. I think it's you know, depending on each person's situation. 
How concerned mm -hmm. should the NCAA be on a scale of one to 10? How concerned should they be? I mean, I don't, it's concerning because it might take like the top prospects away. Like they lost LaMelo last year because mm -hmm. they didn't want to let him play after all that stuff he did overseas. And now they're losing guys to either overseas and now the G League just opened this, this possibility up. So I think it's, it's not good for the NCAA, but they're still going to make their money. They're still going to have those like top 30, top 40 guys going to college. Yeah, of course. Play that people are going to want to see. And <laughs> college is college. People love college basketball. I, I honestly think it's a little better than the NBA at times just because it's more competitive. And it's like, yeah. that, it's that fun atmosphere. That's what you get from, from college basketball that you don't get from the NBA until the playoffs. So you thinking basically like their concern should be like a four or a five? Yeah. Yo, huh? 12. 12. It's spooky. It's spooky right now, man. They're gonna be taking everybody. Wait, isn't somebody? Oh, I forgot. Somebody else is supposed to be uh, yeah, there's another top five uh, prospect that's going to. He he decided to go to G League. Who, wait, wait. Who who is it? Because I, I Isaiah Todd. Yeah. Who? Isaiah who? Todd. Isaiah Todd. Okay. 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 I think it was another person in mind I wasn't thinking about, but um, so that's dangerous, you know. Like these are people you watch on overtime and slam. He's like, oh yeah, this person gonna be a dog. I mean, it's like who he's gonna commit to, and they go, you know, G League, you know. You know, somebody was looking. Some some college is looking to get them. I think this. I think they should be very concerned. So, I think the NCAA either needs to start paying these kids or off. Well, yeah, I was gonna say offer them something else, but you gotta offer them money. You know what I'm saying? They should have already been getting paid. You know, they're making money off their merch. Uh, you know, their jerseys and all this stuff. I think it's. I think it's time NCAA starts paying. I'm not saying give them like an NBA check or even a five hundred thousand, but something so they can you know so they can actually eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, And it's clear the goal is to make it to the NBA and mm -hmm. get there as fast as possible. Like, they already yeah. tried taking away the one and done. Well, not the one and done, the, the straight from high school created mm -hmm. that one and done. And that, it didn't really do much because it's like you got kids coming to college for a semester. A semester. And then they're out of there like halfway through the spring semester because they're <laughs> they're not going to school for school. They're going to ball and to get seen by NBA scouts and get as much money as possible. It's not like it's not rocket science. Eventually, they'll they'll get it right. I think I saw they're they're trying to enforce the the high school. You could leave from high school. Again. I think right now they concern probably like a five. It's um we like we just said it's still going to be a bunch of players that still go that's going to keep these uh, programs running. They should play the players point blank. Um, I think their concern will go higher if they change that rule that you go straight from high school, then their concern should be higher because now you got two other options where it's straight to the league or G League and he getting paid. While and they're overseas too. AC, yup. So I think then if they pass that, then it's really going to be time for concern. They gonna, that's going to probably make them want to be like, all right, we're going to start paying him. Jalen Green, though, if he was to go to college, he was going to go play for Penny Hardaway. So, yeah. Penny Hardaway, he's one of the top players that everybody knows, but he was injured, which 
hurt his career. He wasn't able to play as long. I'm going to list to y'all five athletes, five NBA players, and we're going to talk about who would be the best if it wasn't for injuries. You got Penny Hardaway, T-Mac, D-Rose, Grant Hill, or Brandon Roy. Name those. You said T-Mac, Grant Hill, Brandon Roy, D-Rose. And Hardaway. And Hardaway. I think I, I I might go with Penny Hardaway just because he came into the league and him and Shaq, that could have been one of the best duos ever. Like they went to the finals right off the bat, basically. And Penny was like a triple double machine. So I kind of, I would go with him, but you could also go with Grant Hill because he was one, he was one of the like top 10 NBA players in the nineties. Ninety-four rookie of the year. Yeah, and then he made what, like first team All NBA, one, second team All NBA a couple times. Like people know how great Grant Hill was, but once the injuries hit, it it kind of made people forget how good he was. Uh huh. I'm going. Mine is either a toss up between Grant Hill or Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy was a big bucket. Yeah. Big bucket. But he he was consistently injured, consistently injured. Same thing. Well, I mean, with Grant Hill, I feel like he got injured so early, we don't even know what his full full potential was. Everybody else, I mean, I got enough of a glimpse of. I mean, you could say D. Rose, too, but you know what I'm saying? But I think with Grant Hill, his size, if you look like, what's that, a 6'8", small forward who had like point guard like handles at the time the crossover if you look at his highlights look at his crossover that was before his time you know very before his time but I don't think he got a I don't think he got to show enough um of his max potential I've seen enough of T-Mac I've seen enough of uh I think I've seen enough of Penny you know what I'm saying to know okay that might that might be the enough I mean, they could give us Penny was kind of like a a three, four-year run. That was it. Like, he had that yeah. four-year run, and then injuries hit, and that was what plagued him the rest of his career. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But you could also say the same with D. Rose, too, because he was, what, MVP at 21? Yeah. yeah. Nice little three- or four-year run. Yeah. Nice little three. Rookie of the wait, year. Wait, Tom, who, who are you saying? I'm rocking with T-Mac. T-Mac? T-Mac, hands down. Like, even Kobe said it. T-Mac used to give Kobe fits. If T-Mac was healthy, who knows if Kobe would have been as dominant or turned into who he was. I mean, of course, he he probably wouldn't only saw T-Mac twice a year, but still, T-Mac was giving him a run for his money. He 6'8", shoot, dribble, the whole nine. So I think personally T-Mac, especially with him being in the East, he probably would have made a couple of – at least almost tasted a championship, in my opinion. Maybe. Last night, WNBA draft. I know Miles Liberty got the number one pick. What was your thoughts on uh, the WNBA draft? And who was your rookie of the year pick? I'm going with uh, Sabrina. No pick. They're giving her the keys. They traded Tina Charles, so mm-hmm. you know they're clearing space. She's the face of the team now. 
and and trading Tina Charles, they got two first round picks plus two players on top of that. So I, I like the way it's headed. But I think the clear rookie of the year is Sabrina right now. I mean, yeah, that's pretty easy. She's basically gonna be Steph currying up the whole league. She's I think a nice pickup. Yeah, I think a nice pickup was uh Obviously, like I said, she took most of the whole part of everything, you know, all the publicity and whatnot. But I think a, a good pickup, too, is Chinny Carter for uh, the Atlanta Dream, the fourth pick. I think that's going to be a good piece for them to help them progress. But obviously, I think it was dope, too, that they did, uh, you know, they honored Kobe's daughter. Mm-hmm. Her honorary pick. Because we all know she was on that path to be, for sure, number He was definitely on that path. How do you feel about the uh, the draft being online? Like, uh... Hey, that's times we at now. It had to be. It had to be like that. They did something cool, too, like Cappy Pondexter and them had, like, a, a virtual uh, orange carpet to see everybody's oh. outfits and stuff like that. I think that was mm-hmm. cool. It was innovative and creative. It's the best you can do. They couldn't even have it where it's like, all right, we had an empty arena and no fans. Yeah. You still got family and stuff that want to come in on this. Yeah. Actually, I think it probably worked out better for the players because you could probably have a whole family come to the crib. Yeah. Well, that is local, but social distancing, I don't know, man. This whole thing is <laughs> jacking everything up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think the NFL one's going to be like that, too? Yeah. More than likely. You think so? Maybe a little more detailed with it, but. Yeah, it'll be, they bed, they budget bigger, so it'll be kind of crazy. That's a perfect segue. NFL draft happening next week. Do the Bengals keep the number one pick or trade down for multiple picks? They have to keep it. They got to get the best quarterback because they suck right now. And Andy Dalton is not good. So go with the Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow, and call it a day. It's not It's not that hard. Yeah, hometown hero, too. So You think they keeping the pick or are they trading it? I think they keeping the pick. I think they keeping the pick. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Joe, too. Wait, do y'all think Joe is the best quarterback in the, in the um, draft? Yeah. You think so by far, or because this is a it's a few quarterbacks in this draft too. It wouldn't be by far if Tua wasn't hurt so much, but mm-hmm. because he's been banged up basically every season in college, that kind of mm-hmm. is a knock on him. So. If he wasn't hurt, you think he's the top pick? Yeah, he's got the mobility. Yeah, he His more deep ball is crazy. Because he he got injured what before the playoffs or what during the playoffs. Oh, he got he got injured like three weeks, like a month before the the playoff uh-huh. started. My opinion, I think they should trade down for multiple picks, only because to keep kind of new continuity. You know, it's a new coach that was there, whatever. Keep Andy Dalton there. Try give him. One more year, you maybe draft another quarterback later in the first round. I don't know. I feel like they got so many holes. Hey, you got 
what an average quarterback with Andy Dalton, they probably not going to the playoffs. Maybe you should go draft the other areas that you need. You would get what three or four picks for that number one pick for one pick. I'll probably say go that route just to get get your overall team better. And then Andy Dalton don't work out, and y'all suck again. Y'all draft whoever next year. True. That's another way to look at it. Yeah, it could set them back if they don't if they do that and pick a quarterback who doesn't pan out, mm-hmm. and then Joe Burrow goes to maybe the the Dolphins trade trade up, and he goes and lights up the league like. Then the Bengals will be like, man, it was easy. It was a simple pick, and we chose to just fumble it. <laughs> I think the organization just sucks, period. So, it does, um, yeah. That's why Marvin Lewis, it, it never made sense. 16 uh, years and no playoff wins. Yeah. It, it basically, that's tough. Five years, 7 and 9, 7 and 9, 8 and 8, 7 and 9. Like, that's, that's the Bengals, bro. For real. Speaking of the sleepers and players who might slip, we have obviously we just mentioned Tua because of all the injuries he might slip in the draft. People are concerned about that. But uh, some other sleeper prospects, uh, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver from Arizona State, Kyle Duggar from the Division II school, that's a safety. You got Jonathan Taylor, uh, the running back might slip because, uh, you know, they're concerned with him having fumbles. And he had 968 touches in three seasons. So, as a running back, you know, your shelf life is short anyhow. So, they're concerned about that. You got uh, T. Higgins, who didn't even participate in the combine, and they have questions of athleticism. Who y'all see that's possible people that might drop down or sleepers that y'all looking out for? You mentioned Ayuk, who uh... – He's a good receiver. But because of the bigger names, he's, his name is getting, like, pushed down a little bit. So he might be there in the second round. I hope he's there in the second round because we're, we're, like, 48th. So we need some help. We need to get Sammy some help in New York. That's one of the sleepers I have. And it's a deep wide receiver class. It is. And then I like Denzel Mims, too, out of Baylor. He's – He's good. He's he's probably gonna be a first round pick though. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a sleeper, but yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of guys out there that aren't gonna be called on the first day, but they're gonna have some type of impact. Anybody you thinking about? I'm still thinking about Tua because like he's a dog to me, you know what I'm saying? So I mean he ain't no sleeper. He's about to go top ten. No, he's not no no, he's not a sleeper. Oh, he was when he was talking about when he was oh, talking about talking yeah, he yeah, probably caught his injury. So, but but he still, but that's what I'm saying. He still might slip, though. You know, if people are concerned about his injuries, he still might slip. Does he stay in the? Does he stay in the first round? Does he drop to the second? No, he's not. His name is going to be called on Thursday next week. There's no way. If his name did slip and a team like the Saints, he fell to the a team like the Saints where he could sit behind Drew Brees for a year. That would be. More than ideal, but that's unrealistic. <laughs> He's going to a, a team that, that needs to build around the quarterback. First round. So he's going first round. Yeah. Okay. I think he might slip a little bit. With all the uh, playoff teams from last year, 
who do you think has the most work to do? You had the 49ers, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Vikings, Ravens, Chiefs, Texans, Bills, Patriots. <laughs> well, Texans, they definitely got some work to do, getting rid of uh, probably the best receiver in the league and mm. Andre Hopkins. So they they need weapons for Deshaun. He, he can't just run around like it's backyard football and make plays happen. He's got to – they need weapons around him who, who can make plays. Um, who else? What do you think about your Packers? What, what Packers definitely need help. Rebuild. Nah, they Rebuild need a receiver. Time. Y'all need a receiver. Bro, Aaron, Aaron can't do it by himself, man. Nah. And the and and the playoffs, we got exposed with our defense. It, it was just couldn't stop the rim. That was ugly. Um, but yeah, we need some receivers, yo. Aaron been making miracles for I don't know how long now. He he definitely needs help. The coach, I mean, I think the coaching change helped this year. But other than that, we definitely need some help. And then I think when you say uh, uh playoff teams, I'm thinking Patriots still don't have a quarterback. So. What they doing there? I mean, that's, they they made it work with a, a six round pick for twenty years. So I don't. Yeah, that's a different six round pick. That's just not a six round pick. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, yo, 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 show, would have known show that. Some respect, man. Show to go to a little bit of respect. That is respect. Who who would have known that? that that's no respect. We oh, they made it. They made it work with a six round pick for twenty years. Yeah, he maximized his potential. What? That's like, like the Cowboys he's a dog. work with just a take fourth round, round pick. Hey. You can't put a Tim Hasselback on that team and make it work. Don't put the Cowboys in this conversation. We ain't got nothing to do with it. He doesn't get what I'm saying. It's, it's all right, though. Leave <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Cowboys out of it. He said a six-round pick like Tom Brady just a six-round pick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, playoff teams, I mean – I probably got to put up there the Patriots and the Texans, too. Uh, they barely just made it just because they won the division, but Deshaun Watson need help. Um, J.J. Watt need help. He got injured, but kind of can't down after that. So, you feel me? Like, they got to get somebody else helping on that defense uh, to be more consistent, a playmaker like he was. The Titans, maybe they can get some uh, picks, get a little bit deeper. They made it, but that was strictly off of just running. Like, it was just running it down your throat, and it worked out. But my own thing is some uh, free agent pickups or some uh, pickups in the um, draft, they're not going to make the playoffs again this year. I mean, speaking of the Titans, I could see them taking a running back somewhere, a pretty good running back to back up Derrick Henry because he wants he wants a big contract, something like Zeke. So that might be something next year to look at. Like, do the Titans pay him 90 mil to be a, a star running back? Or you know, do, they, do they pass it off to the, the running back like a, a Jonathan Taylor or a, a J.K. Dobbins or a Cam Akers? That sounds a little better. You build around yeah. – Quarterbacks, you don't build around a running back. Yeah, I can't see, I can't see that happening. Um, lately, now all you see right now with the quarantine is the overplayed highlights of '96 and the game from '98 and 
the Super Bowl played over again and this tennis match and that. All these classic highlights being played, if you could relive one sports moment for a night, what would that moment be and why? Mm, that's tough. I would relive, so it's 2003, Game 7, Yankees-Red Sox. I forget the inning. I don't I'm going to kick myself, but Aaron Boone's at the plate. Tim Wakefield's pitching, hangs a, a knuckleball, and, and crushes it to left field. Stadium's going crazy. I think, how old was I? I was like 10. Like nine or ten at the time. That was one of the craziest moments I, I've lived through. Yeah, but a walk off, a walk off home run to send us to the World Series. I mean, we lost the World Series, mm-hmm. but that moment was huge. And either that or let's see, it's it's. <laughs> I've only seen real success with my Yankees, so I'm going to go with the, the Yankee stuff right now. Um, <laughs> you don't want to see Joe Namath win the Super Bowl? Oh. If I could be on the field for that, I would. But <laughs> if I'm, I'm watching it on TV, <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> not watching that. How about you, Johan? Last time the Packers won? What was that, 2010? Nah. Um... I'm going oh, with. I know you want to see KG in a T Wolves jersey again? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think I want to go back. I'm not sure what year it was, but uh, when um Western Conference, Western Conference Finals with the Co- the Kobe the Kobe Shack and uh no no I'm sorry the uh what is that the finals I'm sorry. Uh, when it, when Kobe and um, AI used to battle, that's what I'm going with. Mm. That was some battles. Like that was some bad. Or or when because I used to I used I used to be a Lakers fan a little bit. But um, or or the Lakers versus the Kings. I'd probably go with Lakers versus the Kings because those were some battles. Because like I think the Kings might have been. What? I don't think people Christy? like know like the kids nowadays. Like they know like the Kings were some dogs. Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, Chris Webber, Vlade, you know what I'm saying? Deep, Bobby Jack, you know what I'm saying? Like, deep. Doug Christie. Deep. Hacking. Hacking coach. You think he a hack? Yeah. I used to be watching those games nervous as heck, bro, because they really was rattled. Real for real. Simple as one for me. I got to relive January 22nd, 2006, the Kobe 81-point game. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the whole game. I had to go to sleep. I had school the next day. My parents made me go to sleep. Oh. Went back to school. Everybody like, yo, Kobe had 81. I'm like, what are y'all oh. talking about? And at this time, I ain't had no phone, so I, I wasn't able to check ESPN or nothing. I was just – I was so hurt. Oh. I wasn't able to actually watch – that live. I've watched it plenty of times since, but if I could relive that, I'd watch that 81-point game. Mm. Why does Jalen get scorched? Of course, of course. Mm. Speaking of Kobe, his uh, mentor, person he watched a lot, Michael Jordan. Tomorrow, probably the most exciting news we got in mm. the last dance. Jordan documentary got moved up. It's coming on tomorrow. It's a 10-part 
documentary series on Jordan and the 97-98 Bulls, that last championship. Y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all are, but just to ask. Y'all tuning in? Of course. Of course. I mean, what, else, what are we going to watch right now besides that? I don't want to watch – like ESPN has this these reruns of these – these old boxing matches right now, and I'm not, I'm not really with it. But so y'all, y'all ain't like the horse competition. I know that's more Johan's scene. He's no, not at all. That was trash. Did you, man? Man, I watched this one highlight. Did you guys see Paul Pierce trying to do this old man thing? Like, and was he wearing like a vest? It was funny. Yeah. It was funny because Zach did one where he like tapped the backboard and did like a reverse. That's the one. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> he didn't even get off the ground. He was like, Nope, you got it. <laughs> like, come on, man. That was that was terrible. Like, I don't They should have put him and Chauncey up against each other because Zach just used his. They should have just did nothing. They shouldn't just do this whole idea on the trip. I want to know who was sitting at the board meeting. It was like, you know what? (laughs) They should just play some horse, some virtual horse. I didn't want to see it if they was in the gym together. Why would I want to see it on FaceTime with in people's backyard? Dirty FaceTime connection and stuff like that. (laughs) Window we are blowing in the background and stuff. I don't want to hear none of that. It was whack. It was whack. It was all whack. Ray Young looked like he was shooting in a middle school gym. Yeah. He was like, like, oh, Oh, somebody's rim was bent, too. Who was that? Somebody had a a, a bent rim. I'm going to put this hat on real quick. I ain't watched that much of it. Oh, Trey Young. Because his thing, like, he could just dunk it off vert. I'm like, yeah, you cheating. You cheating a little bit. It's all good, though. Yeah, Jordan said about this documentary, like, when people see this footage, I'm not sure they're going to be able to understand why I was so intense, why I did things I did, why I acted the way I acted, and why I said the things I said. He feels people are going to view him as a uh, bad guy. But, I mean, we all knew Jordan was kind of a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Hey. Like he that. did what he had to do to win. He, you could be the villain if you're going to win. I don't know if it's like the villain because it's kind of you could say the same thing. Like Kobe's teammates could probably say the same thing. Like he he got after them in practice and uh-huh. expected more from them because he wanted to win. That's, they're cut from the same cloth. That's that's kind of how leaders have to to lead. You have to lead not as a friend but as someone trying to get the most out of the, that group of people that you're you're with. His approach, though, you know, it's probably going to rub some people the wrong way. Like, nah, he ain't had to say that. But oh well, it is what it is. Man, got six championships, so. Can't complain. Yeah. Obviously, his approach pretty much worked out. So, <laughs> six championships really could have had seven if he ain't take that year off. Uh-huh. Probably could have won every championship in the 90s if he didn't retire, one, two, go play baseball. He could have had like eight or nine at least. Easy. But hey, we'll be tuning in. It's a 10 part. They're gonna show uh part one and part two. We'll definitely be tuning in for that. Uh uh-huh. this is the end of episode seven. Episode seven bench mob. This is on all streaming platforms, on YouTube, everything. Check us out, subscribe, make sure y'all follow our IG page, bench mob podcast. Perfect. We out. So stay safe too. We gotta we can't forget that. Stay safe, y'all. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe.
All right, so whatchamacallit? So I'm gonna end this call, right?